0: Hey everybody, Ben here for the Bono Podcast, and welcome to episode 120 of the Bono Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back, I'm Ben and I'm not joined by a blood tie of Ben today, instead we've got our TO extraordinaire and rolling one specialist, Ian Triple Power, Triple A
1: Trips, how are you doing alright? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, uh, rolling a few more ones in life but uh, all good other than that. Yes, I don't think it gets more double skulls than a flooded bathroom to be honest with you that was a pretty impressive way to start my day today with mm, the water should not be coming down the wall yeah, that's not
0: how plumbing works uh, no that's a pretty brutal way to start the day um, and we've got a couple of people missing from the podcast this week Milton's had to bow out due to some stuff and Ben is with his better half I'm, I mean I don't know if he wants to he's looking at wedding venues it's too exciting okay. not to share. So Ben's uh, getting himself married in a couple of years, I think, yeah. and
1: uh, he's basically t- tasting cake all evening, <laughs> as opposed to talking blood bowl. I mean, do you know we didn't do that? We didn't do the cake tastings in the end.
0: We did the Ooh. we did a, we did the venue look for the first time we booked. Then COVID hit, so we did the venue look for the second time uh found a really good venue and then found out that they'd triple booked us uh at which point we gave up and got some marquees and uh my parents house just did, did that in the end and and best
1: you know, way to do it, it
0: well after planning two weddings it was kind of like you know what let's just have a barbecue and do it shire style so it was very lord of the rings um no one was dressed up, though. It was a bit of a shame, bit of a miss. Anyway, other than uh, life worries,
1: Trips, what are we talking about on episode 120? So uh, on 120, we're going to talk about the latest Blood Bowl news, and it's really good to see that there has been some Blood Bowl news <laughs> and some more detail. Um, catch up on Gutter Bowl and our thoughts after having played it and what we've learned from it and uh what the community's feedback is and the usual hobby and games madness
0: exactly so let's start with news if you've got dwarf problems i feel bad for you son so uh like trip said there is brand new brand new blah news not like uh we've seen it previewed and previewed and previewed and and all that kind of yeah. stuff this is just like out of left field we got a new star player reveal and it is ivan the animal death shroud so i'm just going to pop him on the screen at the moment this is a star player of the skeletal variety with a gigantic batwing helmet
1: <laughs>
0: a gigantic Big... batwing
1: yeah helmet. yeah <laughs> you're missing the fly special skill rule <laughs>
0: Yeah, this guy should have leap, um, or break tackle or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, a t- well. I mean, what do you think of the model first and foremost, Trips?
1: Uh, so I think the, the think the model's really nice. I suspect it's going to be a bit of a pain on the Blood Bowl pitch because it's super long. Um, uh, but I think the the artwork's good. like the model. Um, and I think it's it's more the what it what else it teases has got people excited oh
0: well exactly before we delve too deeply into that um i guess one other thing to mention is that he's got claws on both of his hands so ivar the animal we've seen him before in the last edition of blood bowl uh, and he is a i think he was a strength for Dude, and he's—they've—they've they've spoiled some of the skills and some of the rules set for him in this edition. say he has got block, juggernaut, regeneration, and he's got a special ability which is Dwarven Scourge. Scourge, Scourge. Uh, once per game, when an opposition player is knocked down as a result of a block action performed by Ivan, you may apply an additional plus one modifier to the armor roll or injury roll. If this is against a Dwarven player from any team, this may instead be a plus two modifier. And uh, they flagged that he's Sylvanian Spotlight, and he's 190k so we are we've got a dude here um who's 190k he's got at least block he's got at least juggernaut and he's got that once per once per
1: game mighty blow ability which
0: i i think it'll probably come in
1: handy oh it'll definitely come in handy but it's not an amazing set of skills for a star player yes it's block that's nice juggernaut is nice Regeneration on a star player, it feels a bit meh. Um, yeah, I might keep him on the pitch, I guess. And, that, you know, I
0: mean, yeah. playing against Undead, you do get that element, where don't you, where it's like, uh, I've, I've killed him and he just comes back.
1: Yeah, so it's it'll be interesting to see. I mean, 190 is cheaper than he was in a previous version, but he did have disturbing presence. Mm-hmm and strip ball and tackle previously and
0: this is it i mean this is not necessarily all the skills if he lands with uh, it's got block juggernaut regen fine uh like you said last edition we saw him he had disturbing presence strip ball and tackle if he's got tackle and strength four then actually this guy's going to be awesome as an accessory.
1: If he had one of those three additional skills, he'll be like, then instantly you go, hmm, that's handy. If he has two of those, oh, (laughs) well. Buy him, paint him, get him on the team now. (laughs) I
0: I just, I can't see them. I don't know if I can see them taking any kind of skills away from him, but at, at the same time, I guess maybe from a rules complexity point of view, they might remove disturbing presence.
1: they they might and the fact that he's cheaper as well and he's 40k cheaper in in this version and
0: all stars tend to be cheaper in this version though just to try and tempt them to take i mean if he lands with that in full kit then i i mean i don't think he will be as popular as cheney but
1: he's he's a good number two sylvanian star for that point he's he's definitely of that Uh, You've got, particularly if you're playing in a league game, and you've got that like 200k, that Mm. 220, 230 value, which you get quite a lot, actually may well be a good value star for that, as opposed to the bits and pieces of inducements that you sometimes take. Um, and, and, And we've got to say, who doesn't like a special rule? That really doesn't <laughs> like dwarfs. I mean,
0: uh, I apologise
1: to all dwarven coaches out there, but you know who you are, and you know that you deserve this. There's a there's, there are there's some really
0: good feedback though from the community, which is just a case of like, love the flavour. Um, at the moment, Blood Bowl isn't kind of set up to take rules as open as this because they're like, what is it? Is a bull centaur a dwarf? Is scroll half height a dwarf? Is a yeah. hobgoblin a dwarf because it's on a chaos dwarf team? And yes. It's kind of like, uh... is a dwarf blocker on OWA a, a dwarf? Well, exactly. he's
1: not really a decent I, I mean, dwarf,
0: so quite frankly, if it's a dwarf, you will know. Bull centaur, though, is actually a really a really salient point. Like, if someone's like, well, is the OWA Dwarf a Dwarf? Can not as a Dwarf because it's not a Dwarf team? Stop gaming. Go play Magic the Gathering. Uh, you know, it's a Dwarf. Like, that's just offensive. Um, but the ball centaur, because, I mean, genuinely, without offending
1: anybody, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know what it is from having played against yeah. it, and it would be annoying, yeah. difficult to remove, and a nightmare to play against, yeah. especially skilled up. Exactly.
0: But I don't know if it's a dwarf or a horse, so it's kind of like I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know which one that kind of triggers. us. So imagine that's going to land in the November FAQ. <laughs> Can you please list oh, all the yeah. dwarfs that are in the game? Uh, is a yeah. hobgoblin a dwarf? Because it's not a chaos dwarf. Is a death roller a dwarf? It's like, oh it,
1: Yeah, it does feel like we are getting star player after star player, which is giving FAQs reason to reasons to be read.
0: <laughs> I, do you know, if it's something like this, which is I think really thematic, then it's kind of like, Yeah, that's cool. Like because I think all right you get into the rules minutia, but as a new player or someone picking up a model and being like yeah i, I can see this one being sold in the games workshop store because you know what they're like they going, like, it oh this guy's yes. this guy's well cool like he loves it and if you're playing against dwarves he actually gets plus one to the armor because he hates them and it's like oh okay i can see the story there like there's 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 something quite cool about that but i mean most importantly of all trips what does this say
1: what does this say to you well i, I think the phrase is Vampires confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had much
0: less, uh much less obvious vampires confirmed stuff, and I, I think, I feel like we saw this with corn, didn't we? Because we had a corn yeah. star drop, and everyone was like, "Is it Chaos Dwarves?" I think it was, I say everyone, it was probably us. But it was like, it's mainly Dwarfs? us, but yeah, <laughs> must be Chaos Dwarves. Weird, that they've put a corn star for Chaos Dwarves, and then all of a sudden it was like, boom, corn team. So, I mean the obvious thing would be oh sylvania spotlight he's got a vampire hat clearly this is vampires i mean it could just be skeleton champions the team uh
1: i wouldn't put it past games Workshop to do a bit of the old switcheroo oh you you wouldn't i mean it it's it's nice for them to for the the poor old undead to get a bit more variety in because their current stars are Basically, Chaney. 80 eighty eighty k one hundred thirty, <laughs> and then two fifty plus for the decent ones. Oh, I forgot about the, Scroll. Yeah, well, you've got Scroll, but yeah, most people will forget about him when it comes to taking style players as well. So
0: I, I still remember that roster that Gary built with that with the Scroll build. Uh was, yes. was, the goal of the entire day was just to try and get a long bomb <laughs> with Scroll to a catch goal. That's
1: genius. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he was definitely created to create a roster like that not entirely great for long-term play mm. but yeah entertaining definitely yeah, great for a tawny build so um i mean obviously the rumors
0: were that vamps were tested alongside uh amazons and you know we're moving towards halloween so uh, i think it's it's fair to say that something's gone squiffy in games workshop land i think maybe they were banking on blood bowl 3 being a roaring success so they didn't need to drop a team at the beginning of the year maybe it was to do with like in-house stuff or i mean working for a corporation things get repurposed things things change um so you know let's assume that's the case i mean this is this has got to be vamps uh, and if it is vamps, do you think this would be one of the three stars that we'll see
1: in the book? I wouldn't be surprised because we never get, we don't seem to get extra stars out of nowhere for no purpose. They tend to end up just in books. Almanac, or, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't think we've had a a single drop release that was just a, a kind of like a YOLO release, was it? We have yeah. got the Almanac boys. Yeah,
1: it's more. The star players tend to be. You've already seen it, and it's filling something out, and it or it's coming in a book. Bomber was a random release. Actually,
0: I think Bomber just just landed one day and <laughs> ruined Bloodbath for a, yes. for a year. I'm super glad that this undead star is not a bomber. Uh, yes, I think that's excellent character development there from Games Workshop.
1: Mm. I I like your optimism as well that you think this is going to be tied into a Halloween release because I feel like we've gone down that theme about the last three years and it's always (laughs) the week after Uh, 2021
0: and 2022 and uh, now we're back into 2023 I mean this time last year I was in Italy and now i was super excited because I was convinced Amazons were being released in like three two to three weeks um we had to wait another two months so let's assume that vamps are spoiled in the next few weeks i i mean it doesn't i mean they they tend to drop a preview with less than a week's warning at the moment
1: yeah so. i think i mean we we seem to be in well we're definitely in ripe 40k time for for gw at the moment so they're rightly pushing that getting all the starter boxes out getting the detail out for that so that's gonna keep them busy so Maybe something in August, late September, early October release.
0: October would be good. Uh, we got, you know, we got Bonehead Bowl coming up at the beginning of November. Uh, so I would be, it would be very cool to see people bringing the new Vampire team if it comes out. If, it, if 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 everyone's right about Vamps being released and having them go straight in there and be like, it's my first game with the new Vampire team, and I've taken half Vampires, uh, half Chaos. <laughs>
1: Well, you you know what our t- our players are like. It'll be half vampire, half goblins, and bomber. <laughs> oh Jesus. Although, I mean, as much
0: as I think, obviously, bombs are kind of like you should you know don't mention the war, don't mention the bombs. Yep. Um, like some kind of skeleton throwing ghost, like flaming ghost heads, would be would be like that would be very cool.
1: It's very Ghost Rider-esque.
0: Exactly. I was thinking actually more of uh, the League of the Extraordinary Gentlemen, where there's that Ooh, bowling yes. ball with the skull. Um, yeah. yeah. I could see that. I mean, I, I hey, vampires, you've got to assume that uh, Count, the Count is back, because he's like the big star player. And then from an undead kind of world, I was talking to Brute Fun about this the other day, like undead stars i mean there's a couple of like what i would say were minor stars like sindbad and and that kind of stuff but then otherwise i think we're looking for a ghoul star player um i like i can't remember who that would have been in you know, the, the 2016 version and then like um right, uh the big mummy star player yeah, the rum, got, yeah yeah which you've got to assume they'll say for tomb kings so I don't know if they have Ivan, a vampire lord star player. Because they've got to bring Luther back, and then I don't know either like a, a cool ghoul or a, a bomby skeleton. Or I th- it probably wouldn't be vampires. Wouldn't be vampiry. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do because quite frankly, it feels a little bit like desperate measure randomness when it comes to this. And I, I actually quite yes. like it. Um this was cool, though. I was very excited to see something brand new. Model's great fun. Uh, and as ever, when it comes to Blood Bowl uh, previews, it's always very exciting. Uh, the couple of weeks after when the third parties are like, ah, oh, here's my take. Uh, I do like that. Although Ripper is finally available. No, he's not. He, no. This is only Wednesday. He's finally available yes. to order. When this podcast comes out, no, that's not true either, because this will be out Friday morning. All right, well, if you're a Patreon and you're listening to this before 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock on Friday morning, the Forge World Ripper will be available to purchase later today.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Time to, time, to remember your login and get it, get it ordered. Yes. Yeah.
0: And while you're on there, go and double-check your Warhammer Plus memberships. It doesn't auto you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would that be year two for yourself?
0: Then? Yeah, it would be. I'm a bit worried about this. Like, sometimes having... A subscription that that ticks over and you're like oh sugar plum i've missed it again oh, yeah like the past four years of the my nfl subscription uh my game pass subscription like oh no 35 pounds gone out i've forgotten to cancel the membership i guess i'll just watch the packers again um although that will be less exciting this year i imagine uh without rogers but although it might be well, more exciting, you're probably
1: probably less set up for um being disappointed this year
0: Yeah, it is a significantly lower bar. Like when I went to see the Mario movie. It's a very low bar,
1: which made the movie
0: quite good fun. Uh, Yeah, although I think uh, Tiff Tiff has already said, like, you know, babies being born in December means you can watch the late games while doing the, the in middle of the night feeds and stuff I was oh, like, I'm, absolutely yeah, absolutely fine yeah. with that i get to watch more more football and, you know yeah. you sleep i'll look
1: after the baby <laughs> and, and yeah we'll kick off time. eight for hours feed. solid and game <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Strap the baby to myself. to go yeah i can stop for a second and miss and something <laughs> anyway so uh
0: we've got a brand new star player And we think that this is potentially a run up to a preview, which is very, very, very exciting. Now, I think we've got a few other bits of Blood Bowl news. This one in particular, uh, I think, is actually very entertaining. So this is the Ratbots mechanised vermin for fantasy football. It's a Skaven team done in a kind of mm, Saturday morning cartoon style and i think it is just wonderfully wonderfully charming charming in fact they have sent us the stls and over the weekend i will print this and get a kickstarter Ooh. preview up because they've got 17 days left to go uh they haven't hit their goal yet but actually it's fine they've got until sunday july 30th to do this and it is just is just—I don't there's just something like oh, it's just beautifully charming and everything down to the logo just makes this just it's just it just it is
1: just like
0: this is the kind of rubbish toys you'd get from like you know you go like toys Us and then you have the proper toys and then you go to like jj bobbins toys or poundland and you'd be like oh
1: get this yeah it feels like 80s cartoon saturday morning and a blood bowl team that do that so this is, this is the opportunity to paint in all of those bright colours that you never actually use yes. and not to use the agrat to drown them.
0: Well, you you had me up until that point. Uh, but no, I mean, they've got uh, their gutter runners, uh, and they've got rocket roller skates, it is just the rat bot itself, the roger is just like a a big mech roger all the line rats are just really well done i think there's some modularity to them as well so i am actually quite excited to print yeah. these off they've printed the preview ones i, in I yellow really and do blue.
1: so yeah i really um, do like the thrower model the uh with the sort of missile
0: launcher <laughs> <The> shoulder mounted <laughs> rocket ball it's just brilliant like it is just it's really 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 well done and i have gone heavy in a style and i just it may not be to your liking but this is the definitely the kind of thing that's really stylized and you can look at it and be like do you know what i see exactly what you were going for there and that's really good fun and i i'm just pro this is just made for those um color shift paints that you guys have been using recently as well
1: yeah uh, yeah I, not 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 a bad idea actually
0: i found a tin of um the Games Workshop silver primer the other day in my shed uh, when I took out my big stash of polystyrene to build the sewer bowl board. And I was like, hey, I've got like 50 Ooh. quid's worth of Games Workshop primers there. And I found Leadbelcher. <laughs> so I actually think a bit of Leadbelcher and a dry brush with some shine some shine paint over the top, some shift paint. would be good. Oh, those shoes are just ridiculous. It's like Necron Skaven. This is the most yeah. blood tithe team. <laughs> this is excellent. We should get him to... Uh, we should all paint one although we've got plenty of painting to do uh so there's some stretch goals and bits like that but it is uh 28 pounds for the full team four rats two storm vermin four gutter runners two throwers four rat (laughs) ogres he says he got a little carried away there uh i think that is excellent um they've got some cool stretch goals lined up as well but oh no 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 They've got a, they've got an undead team in the same yeah. style. Mm, that's a bit more retro. Some of it's a little bit like uh, 1950s uh, Danger Will Robinson vibe. Oh, that is very cool. This is very cool. Add the dynastic disturbers. Oh, they've they've gone all in on this one. This is some yeah, of this, some but, yeah, of this is amazing.
1: Yeah, there's lo- a load of add-ons. There's this this feels like the kind of Kickstarter where you kick pledge and then before you know it you're like i appear to have ordered four teams (laughs) i think i think you're describing me zoids do you remember zoid
0: strips yes this one here has proper zoids vibe uh i love these guys they they yeah this is just like this guy just loves necrons uh and blood bowl so you've got to assume that generally speaking he's a pretty great guy oh i like this is yeah really well done this guy is just pure zoids and it is probably just the coloration and the fact that it's just entirely robotic but i salute the creativity of this one it may not be to your liking but i think everybody can look at this and just be like that is that is well done
1: yeah and we should point out it's not an stl only team it's there is a digital version and a physical version
0: oh i missed that i didn't i did not scroll down digital download of core team what is this so early digital download have i missed that how long have we got for that i don't know how long we got there are four there are four early down digitals left Ooh, i need to back that in a second maybe uh physical teams 70 pounds six line rats two blitzers, four runners two throwers and a rat ogre that is 15 players for 70 pounds and uh, that's about what you'd expect to pay for kickstarter prices uh no merchandise no um no sideline for, coaches yes no extra stuff with it which yeah do you know what? It's been really interesting. Obviously, we do the three D printed teams. Uh most people are not that fussed by like the the tokens and the balls. Every now and again someone is like, Does this come with it? Otherwise we don't we don't really bother because most people aren't that fussed. They don't want yeah. it. Because it's like, hey, thanks for printing and cleaning that thing that I am now gonna never use. Uh
1: yeah. so go, go from- to a tournament. Get get the dice and tokens yeah. as from a tournament.
0: Exactly. But no, this is very cool. This is going on to the end of the month, so Uh, the next week or so we'll have a kickstarter preview video for it and i think i might paint some up because it just looks like a fun little a fun little side project i i really like that i think that's great uh so yeah 17 days left on that bad boy and some really fun shots and some really fun models and the last bit of blood bowl news before we touch on blood bowl three trips is did you see the punga chaos halfling team
1: i did see the uh punga chaos half team love love that team
0: and they did the staff for that this 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 month and they've got some brilliant little chaos dudes there sadly the most requested star player for halflings is deep root and they didn't actually produce a deep root so everyone kind of was like hey it's halflings where's uh where's deep root and they were like oh you know we'll see we'll see we'll see and they dropped this so they actually went out of their way to fill the gap and drop this boy it was released today Uh, i've got it on the printer right now actually um and i love it i think it's brilliant it's got like this orcish totem head he's a big old tree man i'm not entirely sure why he's on one leg but i guess that's just because he's gonna throw a rock it's kind of like it's just, it's just wicked. It's just a big chaos tree man that fits the team beautifully.
1: Yeah, really nice model fits with with the theme beautifully, and and great to see the um, responsiveness to the community ask because there was lots of oh we're missing a model, we're missing a model, we're missing a model, and it's always just like hold our sculpting tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, we've got this. I've got to
0: say that like it feels like the key patreons um you know brute fun is excellent at this acne is doing some great work too and punga like the, the engagement with the community is brilliant and i think that's the key to their success is that like what is it you guys are looking for because we want to produce something that you want to have and all three of those teams all oh, three of those teams all well, the three of those teams of companies most two of which are just individual people are doing a phenomenal job of just delivering outrageously good releases after after release it's
1: incredible yeah Yeah, really really great um if you have a 3d printer and you are into blood bottle you are never going to be short of things to print yep
0: yep and if you don't have a 3d printer Come to us, and yes. we, will, we will get you, Blood Bowl. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's everything in the world of Blood Bowl physical releases. It's the middle of July now. I haven't seen a thing for preview, but I don't know. I got a feeling that August is going to be a very exciting month, in all ways. But trips It's Blood Bowl three time. What's occurring?
1: yeah so just a brief bit of Blood Bowl 3 news this week um and it's a a slight tweak to the way that the experience is being handed out for the games so um player
0: experience isn't it
1: yeah the player experience yeah so what they've they've done is said that um effectively they don't think progression was going fast enough through the levels for which you tick off the blood pass and the uh XP awards and details. And I think we did some rough maths and worked out you might have to play around 60 games in a season to do everything. Um, so what they've done is they've increased um, the experience you gain from games. I think the patch went live uh, yesterday, so Tuesday, um, uh, for those listening uh, at some point in the future. Um, and it looks like it's about three times as much experience you get for a full uh, full 16 uh, wow like, 16 so, turn game.
0: So we're talking, all right, let's 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 can let's assume you're gonna get us some concessions because it's playing online against other people, right? So uh what we, we're thinking then, like 25-30
1: games to max out I, the pass now? I think so. I think if if it's full games, that's what it's gonna be. Because it seems that the experience was scaled, that the longer the game went on and the more turns, the more you got. So uh, it, that feels right then so if you are playing a game and, and we've touched on it, a game of Blood Bowl 3 a full length game you're still talking an hour, hour and a mm-hmm. quarter it's quite a chunk of time, it's slightly quicker than tabletop but it is quite a chunk of time, it feels like there's a, a good chunk of reward for it now and it's all that down to that balancing the grind and what you want is that that grind, that there be enough grind in it that you want to do it um without there being so much that you just like yes. i cannot play blood every this. night for yes. three months <laughs> exactly
0: like you, you broke it down earlier i think before we start recording like 60 games across three months that's 20 games a month that's five games a week uh if if i said to you trips can you play five games of blood Bowl next week you'd be like yeah i can move some stuff around and make that happen yeah that's 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 one week for five games that's not
1: Every week, I couldn't do it for a month. Let alone three months. Oh, no, you Get no. to the point. You don't want to get to the point of going. It's the last week of the season. I need to take the week off work and play Blood Bowl three for twenty four yeah, hours. I need to max out the past to, yeah. to get that shoulder spike that I didn't really want anyway. But uh,
0: a couple of games a week. That's. I feel like that's uh, achievable for your your regular Blood Bowl player, and I think that's that's going to potentially tick up. From like playing, oh, I can't be bothered to play Blood Bowl 3. It's like, I oh, I'll play a game. And then you see your thing and you're yeah. like, mm, you know what? I'll play a couple more games this week. And then actually you'll probably organically get to two or three. You'll get to what? You'll get to like two or three Blood Bowl 3 sessions throughout your week, which is probably yeah. three or four
1: games. Yeah, I'd like it to be in that space of so it's Something that I can, I will play a bit during the week yeah but i won't play it so much that i will get to the point where i go i'm not playing it again now for six months um <laughs> yeah. and, and it's and i want to be i mean i don't want it to take up my painting time i don't want to yeah. take it be my the only game i play so that it's got to be in that nice balance yeah. section
0: yeah quite, quite quite frankly it's not good enough to play uh you know um, 60 <laughs> games a month of at the moment but 15, 20, yeah, uh, well, uh, a month, over uh, a quarter. But, you know, definitely, I, 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 honestly, I think the biggest thing is when the local league stuff gets on, then I think you'll see a, yes. st- a steady increase in being able to do it because it gives you it gives you that different level of buy-in instead of just, like, spinning, playing randoms online. You get, like, a there's a, I don't know, it's proper blood ball, isn't it, when
1: you're playing in a league yeah, with you know? the, I, I think that i mean you'll naturally play more games i think at that stage um and we will definitely be doing some kind of league uh, we will maintain an open ladder for people to play uh it's notable the discord around uh blood bowl 3 is a little bit more active than yeah. it was um so people are definitely in there playing you and i have both been on and uh, and played so yeah it's yeah. it's it's a good game it's fun it's not the only way to play blood bowl um and you do not have to now play uh it for the best part of half a day a week
0: i think you've made a good point there i think i think in the hierarchy of i think it does fall a little bit below hobby at the moment for me anyway i, I yeah. don't know I, like if i've got an hour and a half i don't know maybe i'll, I'll paint a team or start painting a team instead of playing a a game against a a random who may quit after four terms but you you know what you're saying there is you get the league up and running and then you kind of like oh i'm excited for this because this has meaning like this has meaning and i know i'm probably going to have a good game here and there's going to be a story about it in the discord afterwards that when that starts to happen that's when i think blood ball 3 is going to get like a really good thing for us all to have um instead of now it's a good it's a good training tool to play online, maybe with slightly wonky rules. Uh, but when it starts becoming its own its own story, then yeah, I think that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Um, all right, so that's good. That's good. So we got Games Workshop doing some stuff. We got third parties still doing some brilliant stuff, and we got Blood Bowl Three sort of Ooh. starting to take shape. This it was a bit of a lacklustre first quarter and second quarter. Um but I well actually up to be fair to the third parties, this has been the best ever year for Blubball.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh and it's only July.
1: I But it does feel like all of a sudden we do need to check Warhammer community every once in a while as opposed to go, I can just skim read a whole week of article (laughs) weeks worth of articles and go
0: uh No, no,
1: no, no,
0: I got three screens. I've got main work screen other work screen and then this right hand the left hand side has got you guys on the whatsapp warhammer community and youtube like that's the fun window and I was like, oh, i'm in meetings i'll just bounce over to warhammer community press f5 and be like oh it's another epic article that says exactly the same as the other four epic articles which is
1: nothing um uh, except here's some just music. confirms everything that everyone's <laughs> like i figured that one out yeah. but thanks epic for is gonna take place. Down
0: at a small scale and it's got yeah. space marines you're like yeah, yeah there's a picture and there's titans i'm like yeah it's in the picture <laughs> yes. uh, just like what is the gameplay like and they're like there's loads of little men like okay <laughs> oh please just tell me how the game works uh, but maybe next week maybe next week but anyway um we're rambling now i think we touch base on hobby and then we talk about the other big news at the moment which is Guttable. okay so hobby games played things purchased things printed mr triplo uh, take
1: us away with your pick uh so i have i did uh print all of my draft team i think i did that for the last episode and they are i've now painted all the bases and i was very happy to try some color shift paints oh yeah uh, with that brilliant. so I, I i did some uh color shift paints and under no basis is that a cheap way to get to a re-roll for our draft <laughs> um so yeah, they are purple. now all yeah they are now all based assembled and primed so uh now they just need the rest of the paint putting on them so of course in true hobby style i flitted to something else and printed um a cat gang for five parsecs and then i got very distracted this week by going well if you're going to have a crew for a spaceship you should probably have a spaceship for them to come out of um, and I have printed a probably a foot long spaceship that comes in about six parts, which is sitting on my hobby desk at the moment, looking at me going, I look like an exploded spaceship. I need gluing together. I love how much we are kindred spirits on the podcast here because it is very much a
0: case of like, "Ah, oh, cool. Right. I'll start this project. I need to finish that project. So yeah. you know what I could do while I'm doing that is a completely other massive project. <laughs>
1: i think i have four ongoing projects on my desk at the moment and it would be five but i tidied one away because i knew i'm not getting back to it for a while i was like it's going in the cupboard for a while
0: <laughs> that is very good project maintenance that is uh, i i end up having to do the same as well although my big hobby thing this month well this last week was building the Ooh. sewer bowl pitch which, uh, for YouTubers, is on the uh, screen behind us. For people listening on the podcast, go watch our Gutter Bowl live stream. Go watch.
1: It. And I've, I've got to say, Ben, it was an awesome pitch to see and play on. It was considering it went from being a mm, what about to ta da. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, uh, I, I bend all over off. this one. Yeah, <laughs> I was like no we're gonna do this we're gonna have a we're gonna have a pitch and I, I like obviously the size of the pitch in the end was not what we thought it's not what I thought I genuinely thought this was going to be an 11 sized pitch with 11th uh, uh 11's width seventh length so I yeah. printed all the little tiles and I've been working on the sewer box bits because we saw it in the picture but until that sat well it wasn't Saturday morning it was Friday night at 11 pm the pre-orders went live on the New Zealand website. So I looted, had a look at the preview, saw the picture of the pitch, and immediately chucked on two more prints on the <laughs> S2. I was like, right, I need more, I need more, more, more of these stuff. But because the S2 is wicked, and the way these these things, it's twenty two two by two tiles on each print. So three prints of the tiles, and then each of the sewer bits was one print as well. Um, the chunky print, fourteen hours. Which is still still nerving when you're just like, right, well, let's just hope this works. So that, yeah. was, that was a weekend. Chucked it on on the Friday night for the sewer thing. Took it out Saturday afternoon. Chucked another one on Sunday morning. Woke up and everything was printed. Um, and yeah, I just chucked it together. There's some gaps. And if you watch the game, you'll see I tried to do some cool stuff with lighting and just didn't fill in the gaps so there's some dodgy glow bits but,
1: uh, uh. see you you say that but i think it really worked because i think it brought the whole s- sort of sewer gutter atmosphere in because i think we, we said it during the, the live stream i can't remember get looking at a sewer going hmm this looks nice and all filled in and detailed yeah. and somewhere i'd like to live <laughs> there are some bits where the glow i think like
0: on this grill that it worked perfectly oh yeah uh,
1: i think it just yeah and i love the middle bit the 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 line of scrimmage with like the the death uh, uh gap to fall down into the little, the little trench up the middle it's was, it was great
0: yeah. fun to build i love it I, I this is something i'm actually committed to doing with all the little hobby projects that we're kind of going on now so if the next team to come out is vampires if it's tomb kings whatever I hope that we get enough lead time, which judging by the way they do the pre-orders, we should have to have a wicked 3D pitch of that theme ready for us to live stream games the second that the roster comes out so that we can really just, I don't know, just have a great time doing hobby bits that I don't know, we probably wouldn't otherwise get a chance to do. Uh, and it, oh, I, I don't know. It, it's just... I think it's pretty cool. Now we've got a wicked 3D pitch that we can yeah. bring to tournaments or that we can just play some more Gutter Bowl of when we get the studio up and running in the next couple of months.
1: And and it is one of those games we'll touch on it w- when we go through the game, but it is one... Because it's got effectively terrain, a physical board with the, the depth and the height for it really brings the game to life. Um, it is a bit like Dungeon Bowl with that. They're actually... The cardboard cards are one thing, but if you can make a board for this, I, I, you'll get more value out of the game.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think I think yeah. Um, what I should have done is not glued the barricades on. I could probably just should have magnetized those and then just created um, lids for each of the sewer pits because then it would just be a standard 11s pitch. Actually, no reason I can't now do that and make this a, a standard yeah. 11s pitch for when we um, start filming the Bowler Championship later this year. If we if we do, which I'm hoping we do, but we might not. It depends. There you go. It's, I think that's your hand there, modeling the, <laughs>
1: it, yes. the line the of sewage
0: yeah. as it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, my big hobby thing was that I've got my tavern draft team all printed as well one two three four five six seven eight yeah all printed um but we got like a got like four weeks till that so i loads of time to paint that
1: oh, well in your traditional painting style that would be at least three fridays which is at least six teams for you.
0: i i am a changed man i've got so much going on that i i'm trying to get ahead
1: these days um that said uh you're probably
0: probably right yeah
1: I'm I'm pretty pretty sure the podcast we do the week before the draft. I would imagine none of us will be going up, done, all sorted. Not a single model needing to be painted.
0: That's two weeks' time. That'll be. We'll be recording that one on the 26th, and on the 25th, I've got the the games of Armada at club to play. Uh, so <laughs> so you've got, got to paint four I've got, naval fleets. Four, four fleets to paint. Up then and then i'll do the, the tavern team because you loads and loads and loads of time anyway other than the awesome gutter bowl game that you played online trips have you got any games in recently
1: uh so games in uh had a really good um uh, blood bowl three game um um played with Dark Elves versus OWA. Always like playing against OWA. Yes, I (laughs) feel the pain of the opposing coach, particularly when it's pouring with rain and they can't pick the ball up for love nor money. So, um, despite managing to continue my spectacular rolling of one, and just going, all I need to do is dodge. Oh, no, I can't dodge. can't dodge with the Dark (laughs) Elves for love nor money, and I think I spent most of the second half with less than seven players. I managed to sneak out a one nil scoring a defensive touchdown as well. So
0: that is
1: superb trips and very, very, very yeah. new. Yes. And, and got block as a random skill on the lineman. So always forgiven. I was going to say that's not bad either. That's not bad at all.
0: Um, I've got no games of blood bowling. Um, things are very busy in in benland at the moment i mean building a pitch was probably a insanely stupid idea yeah. and then i thought well and you know we
1: what stream the game as well so that yeah. was a that was a whole nother evening out and probably well, another one editing it
0: the lights was probably a really stupid idea as well but it was worth doing but i did manage to partake in a magic the gathering draft yesterday i'm gutted you couldn't make it trips because it was great fun um I love a draft. I haven't really been able to go to club regularly recently. Tuesdays have turned into like a really busy meeting day. And, have you know, an hour long meeting takes an hour and five. So your Tuesday tends to get become a very long and exhausting day. So I've not been signing up, except I played Moonstone the other month. And that made me realise that if I plan a specific reason for something, I won't let stuff get in the way. You're goal orientated. Uh-huh so we planned this draft and it took a lot of work to get our gaming group to kind of sign up to it uh then we realized that actually one person hadn't signed up to it not gonna call and we'll him out here or anything uh but we did a little little doddle thing and yeah we ended up playing a draft and it was brilliant There uh, we started with the seven unfortunately your work and uh sax we couldn't make it in the end either so it we went down to five so it was only a five man pod but it was it was brilliant fun um <laughs> I drafted red black amass basically. So I just had a bunch of spells that just kept spawning an orc army to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I had a great combo spell that amassed my orc army. Then my orc army punched another guy. So it was just it was filth. It was just like, and now he's a seven seven and I use that seven seven to punch your guy and then I walk in and murder you. So I had a wonderful time, I went three-zero last night. It was just so good. just zonk out and play some games and i think it's just really really reiterated because i know i said to you on monday and tuesday how like i'd kind of woken up and i was just so miserable and undriven by anything um but going out and playing a game i I felt great today felt great it was awesome it was awesome to go and play a game and now i'm really excited because one of my goals this year was to get armada get some test games so that when we got the studio up and running we can play some armada on channel two and actually having four painted fleets i feel like it's a really solid start to that if they're not finished it doesn't matter because we're just going to all get together in a couple of tuesdays time at the club and just play some games of armada and see what it's like and i've got myself a goal everything is printed so at the moment if i don't do anything else we can still play the game it's just nice to also have a bit of a palette cleanse because i I really do genuinely think we're going to hit a blood bowl hot run soon.
1: And it does feel like I don't know um, and for for other players and and do tell us what it's like, but it does feel like you they need a bit of a gaming palate cleanser every once in a while. Um and and our gaming group is is wonderful for that because there are more than enough people who can be led astray by a new game a new rule set or something shiny printed um to play with so it's always an opportunity to do something different and just have a good fun evening and if it's just a one-off evening and people You'll have half the group go, "Yeah, I'd like to do that again," and half go, "Yeah, I'm glad I've tried it without <laughs> buying the box set." Well, this is interesting because we, we did the Magic the Gathering the draft yesterday, and everyone
0: was like, oh, we we should do this again sometimes," sometime. But everyone acknowledged they're like, "We're talking once a quarter," like like, yeah. and it's kind of like you know what? Actually, having one good game session of a game every few months is it's actually it can be enough and it can be a special little spectacle now blood Bowl is is like when it's chundering along in a league and you've got this build-up it is just its own special thing that i don't think anything short of playing a proper D campaign could ever give you um yeah that's what's beautiful about blood Bowl. but we're in the off season at the moment before the winter season begins and it's just this kind of like you said trip's a nice time to just uh, do something different have a dabble with something else um if you if you want to uh, and then when the Blood Bowl season kicks up again, it's going to be a case of, right, ready for this. Like, let's go. Um, And I, I know I'm going to be like, oh, I'm really, really looking forward to the next league. But it's, I don't know, like you said, like doing a, a spectacle game, doing something together as a team is just, it's just pretty cool. And actually sometimes just having a, a demo game where there's no strings attached is, it's brilliant. Like when I turned yeah. up to play Moonstone, I brought nothing with me except <laughs> snacks and then i left with nothing and it was just awesome uh and i don't know i'm looking forward to being the boat guy yeah. who can just be like come on turn up let's let's play a couple of games of cannons
1: and it's really nice for if you've got a, a a group of friends you play with that someone will always have a another game that they want to play and give it a go so it's great for them to get it get it out and it's an excuse to do it and you may stumble across a game that you know before you know it, you're like, I appear to have ordered some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's actually really fun as well, because you know, going down
0: that rabbit hole of something different, it, it can be really exciting, even if it's only short-lived. Um, but you know, I'm gonna get these Mantic armada games going. And quite frankly, I don't care if if nobody else in the group is like, oh yeah, I want to pick up a fleet and and play, I don't mind. As long as someone's like yeah, I'd play that again with you sometime. I could be like, "Great, you know what? A couple of months' time, I fancy a game of Armada. I've got the, I've got the fleets. Like, let's, let's, let's have a laugh and, yeah. and do that." And I think I feel like I'm getting that vibe with you and your Parsec stuff. It's just a case oh, of yeah. it's a kind of like an an occasional change.
1: I feel like it's going to be the thing that I'm going to do every once in a while. I'm going to play a game, and it's and also because of the way that it works, where you are playing against effectively a different set of miniatures every time I, it's driving me to go well i'm not going to print and and new miniatures but i have a whole shelf full of miniatures that could be used for something else <laughs> yeah. so some of the unpainted ones will get some paint just to be played for oh,
0: yeah I, I love it i think it's absolutely brilliant um
1: any other hobby uh, highlight strips uh i think nothing else at the moment uh yeah i think that was everything I have one thing
0: to mention, which is they did a little Necromunda rulebook update today on the Warhammer oh, community. Yes, and first of all, looks like they've awfully robbed the Blood Bowl uh, getting a secondary skill thing because they're they're saying it costs you twelve experience points and you can check it you can choose a secondary skill, and I'm like, I've yeah. done this. <laughs>
1: i've done it i'm gonna put I, two heads i, saw on that and I was like I, I i i was in a meeting all day came out and saw that and i was like that is that like some weird like joke going around the group and i was like oh, oh my god no it's actually a genuinely <laughs> yeah. thing yeah so
0: they're just put, compiling all the necromunda stuff and i've got to be honest with you it's one of the things that kind of not necessarily puts me off necromunda but is a, a very kind of like a got to be aware that you kind of got to be giles from buffy to have access to enough books or you trips when you've got like two Calax yeah. holes full of <laughs> necromunda books and actually the fact they've they've come out and they're just putting it all together in one big tome it's going to cost like 30 quid but that that makes that leap off point so much better cause... oh
1: it, uh, it's such a good idea uh yeah. really great i'm really excited to see the lasting injury table so it's yeah. a back to the 95 edition version of it and that used to bring a real flavor to it you'd end up with some really weird injuries but you'd it would add to the story and for me that's what necromander always is it's a bit like blood bowl where you you learn to love and have a thing about your gang and they mean something to you right until the point that someone falls off a high building into into a pit (laughs) of (laughs) this do you know what Blood Bowl is like watching
0: your favorite NFL team develop. Necromunda is is like watching The Walking Dead. Yes, like everybody gets a bit cooler and then they die. And yep. it, I think Necromunda is is very much that vibe and it's on my to-do list for this year. So it's it's Armada Armada for August. And then um, Slum Hives of September, if we don't get a Blood Bowl team, or if Epic doesn't drop, Um, or if both those things do, I'm in trouble because... Should be completing the house potentially next week. Um,
1: could be that's the... got to be the exciting, the biggest and exciting hobby news of the week. This
0: one. is phenomenal. So on the one hand, that is awesome. They're looking to complete. Uh, they kind of sort of said, look, we'll look to exchange end of this week if we can, and then you can complete early next week. So, um, I'm hoping that this time next week I will have the keys to the house. Now, what it does mean is that uh, I I'm not. I'm not gonna risk going to nottingham for those three days because I need to every kind of every opportunity to to get this house straight up ready for the baby kind of needs to be you need to unbox your life
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: well i mean from a from a channel point of view like I am very confident in my abilities and tiff's abilities and tiff's family's abilities to make sure that the house is all right if for for the baby to land but I gotta get the house good so that we can build the studio good ready for the end of the year and then the baby holiday period because if if i if i if i dally that's that shed the studio is not is not landing this year and i i just that would just be not obviously tiff and the house are the most important things in the world to me but hobby goal number one is getting that house right so we can build the old big old 14 by 10 shed in the back of the garden get it powered up get it studioed up and then we've got all the blood bowl we want without having to upset my wife because i've just taking up the entire dining room and lounge with yes. all my camera equipment and then having to take yeah, it we down have.
1: again. We, we did ask her if she wanted to join the uh, Gutter Bowl stream, but I, <laughs> yeah. I think she was more like, you're kicking me off the sofa and away from the TV.
0: Yeah, and that's why I bought that Disney Princess magazine. And I went to the shops and she was like, oh, get me a treat. And I was like, okay, so I grabbed the Disney Princess magazine and some chocolate and some uh, magnums. Yeah, you know, because like you know, that that would actually appease her. Um. Anyway, did your daughter like the Disney magazine?
1: (laughs) My my daughter loved the (laughs) Disney Princess magazine. (laughs) Thank you very much too, Tiff. Uh, Yeah, Tiff uh, was like, uh,
0: oh no, trip trips. You've got a daughter. She likes Disney.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. That that gave me super dad points for ages.
0: (laughs) Ah, amazing. Right, I think it's time to talk about Gutterball. Okay, so Gutterball was the release that no one expected, I think is probably fair to say. No one expected it, and then when it was dropped, everyone kind of decided what it was going to be. And I think most people decided that it was going to be... There was Blood Bowl 7s, and Games Workshop then brought out Blood Bowl 7s. There was Dungeon Bowl, and Games Workshop then brought out Dungeon Bowl. And there was Street Bowl, and we thought, ah, Gutter Bowl, that's... It's kind of just going to be street bowl isn't it well actually it takes place in a street on one half of the pitch but otherwise no it was completely different so gutter bowl brand new expansion it is a book and a board in one set the pitch is 11 size in every way, but it's got terrain. And on the back of the screen here, we've got our game from the other night, which we live streamed. And you've got four patches of terrain. You've got four barricades. You've got seven players on the pitch. The rosters are 750. Uh, the roster videos for that will be going live. They're probably a couple of them will already started to be live before this podcast has gone out. I'm doing it in alphabetical order, which is quite interesting. It's keeping me focused. Um, and mm-hmm. the Amazon one, may surprise you um but uh yeah so it it, it's just a very different thing to what we were expecting you've got terrain it's sevens but more cash you've got no fouling rules where you can foul but you can't get sent off for fouling if you've got secret weapon you only get sent off on a four plus at the end of the drive well you roll a four plus and if you roll a four plus you're okay otherwise you get sent off at the end of a drive so your chainsaws your death rollers may stick around it makes it all more interesting you've got walls on either side of the pitch the crowd is there at the end zones it is monstrously thematic and just brutally bloody
1: yeah it is it is not a game to play if you want to see most of your players alive at the end of it it is not a subtle game and it is it is definitely the uh sort of the the child of dungeon bowl and blood bowl sevens that we didn't know that we wanted but we're really going to enjoy playing (laughs)
0: i mean yeah so given all that in mind uh we jumped on we we built a pitch we did a live stream hopefully you've watched it if, if you haven't watched it it's a good laugh go and watch it you'll get to grips very quickly uh with uh with the whole gutter ball vibe now um let's talk about the actual release itself so the release is essentially a spike magazine and a pitch together in a box for a little over 30 pounds I, I felt i feel like a pitch is normally about 30 pounds so that price wise that was yeah that was that was that was better than i expected
1: it to be i think it was it was at the lower end of what we all guessed i think milton got it bang on so uh, milton is one for one with predictions known known for his
0: optimism as well milton so that was uh, yeah yeah
1: but it is it's right in that sweet spot of it's it's accessible and easy to buy for the well for the price it was easy for to buy
0: now, on the flip side of that, unfortunately, it is sold out absolutely everywhere, like local gaming shops don't really have them, uh, well, sold out very quickly, couldn't even get some extra copies in, um, and Games Workshop are, said it says it's temporarily out of stock, so hopefully they'll bring it back well, in. As As of tonight, it is back in stock. On Games Workshop
1: on games workshop oh, on the website brilliant
0: news because it was temporarily out of stock this week that's fantastic all right that means yeah. it's back that means it is worth because I, I i'm going to be honest with you if games workshop drop a release that turns out to be uh limited stock i never bother doing an unboxing for it it's because uh, guerrilla miniatures games i love everything that ash does but a couple of times he's, he's been sent stuff by games workshop he's filmed the 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 unboxing and everything and then by the time he's gone live with it, it it's it gone it's, it's sold gone. yeah and he, he's, he's brilliant he's in, the, he's in the yeah. comments and he's like i'm really sorry like i'm really sorry like i don't know these things are just going to be limited releases and they're completely flipping gone so i'm glad that's coming back but my point was going to be with because of the the layout of this pitch because of the size of this pitch you can just grab a bloodball 11's pitch flip it over and with the elegant application of a sharpie you can have a sewer ball pitch on one side of your 11s pitch with a incredibly low amount of effort and you will have the layout there to play this this version of blood ball basically for free assuming you have a sharpie if you don't find someone like trips who always has a spare (laughs) i mean dungeon ball i love dungeon ball but honestly, it was probably easier to build the pitches than it than it is to make or carry yeah. around uh, like the set. I mean, this is why we ended up doing the posters for for Dorset Dungeon Ball is because yeah. you roll out the poster. Dungeon Ball, you
1: you need you need the box set, you need the cards, or you need a mat or building it because you just there is no other way of playing it. The only other way you can do it is if you happen to fortunately be a DD player that has scaled everything up to 32 mil and has <laughs> lots of it lying around
0: <laughs> that is a massive caveat as well because even though it doesn't it's not a massive scale jump jeez a 25 mil dungeon is small uh Rick gave us his um last year he has got a stack of it he was like here use this for the channel or sell it on I was like oh my god dungeon this is amazing and it's just it's just it's just so small and when you scale things up to 34 mil square size it gets not small very very quickly if you're yes. building a, a full dungeon but a bubble 11's pitch fits on a three by two that is a very reasonable board size if you want to make a 3d pitch but the fact is you don't need it if you can't get a hold of this because it's out of stock in your friendly local gaming store you can easily with a pen make one uh the same way you can with a sevens pitch or you can cut out bits of card to represent the terrain areas or you can go full hog and build your own and i mean it's a pretty it's a pretty fun project
1: yeah i would i would fully recommend it and we touched on it earlier but that that 3d nature of it will really aid to the thematic feel of the game uh because those sewer pits or those market stalls are not just there to look good or nasty. They are genuinely going to completely change the way you play the game. So let's let's
0: start with that. Um, there's a line of scrimmage. You've got seven players It is a long pitch. We'll talk about that in a minute. But trips you're playing against Ben. You're, you're constantly in there. Tell me how much thought you're giving to the sewer pits. Um, and, you know, we're going to use the sewer pits as the example here because it is the, we, we got the sewer pitch, but actually the market stalls are, are very similar in nature. The market stalls you punch people into them uh, like their walls, whereas the sewer pits, you punch people into them and they have to kind of swim their way out. But yeah. it's, it's the same kind of thing. You, you're playing around that terrain element. How much how much are you thinking about that when you're playing and how big an impact does that have?
1: It- it makes a massive impact because effectively it makes the game feel like it's got three corridors in each pitch half. um, But the corridor can severely impact you in terms of you can get pushed into it. But particularly if you do not have a team blessed with agility or movement, you really got to think about your positioning carefully because you could be out of position really quickly um because it is a big big pitch to cover it is a normal 11's pitch and you only have seven players so straight off and and with a line of scrimmage straight off you've got three players on the line of scrimmage you've got four players to cover the whole of the rest of the pitch
0: and only six turns to score and even though rerolls are cheaper than sevens, for the most the part, because they're a bog-standard 100k, I think we, we've we discovered that actually having nine players is, like, nine is comfortable. Oh. Seven? Seven is a bad idea. Like, yeah. seven well, is a very bad
1: idea. Yeah, without a doubt, the biggest biggest single ch- difference between Blood Bowl or sevens or Dungeon Bowl is the mighty blow of the ground. So you have a player go down. Yes. The ground has mighty blow. So only for uh, armor, as we double. Only checked. for armor, but that's as all you need.
0: That's all you that's all need. Because if yeah, you, you stun break. a guy in a six-turn game, that's a third of the game. They're out. That 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 yeah. that, that soft removal in elevens is, oh, man, it's 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 a death knell
1: in a sevens yeah. format like this one. And it's snow, and because of it because there is that line of scrimmage you do have you have a a line of slaughter to start off with and actually yeah that's going to make a big difference because you can snowball down numbers and be outnumbered very quickly if you have a bad first turn you could find yourself down to three or four players before you really know what you're doing
0: and i think you i really really Salient point there is that you say you know you've got three guys on the line of scrimmage, which means you've got four in the backfield. That's if you've got seven, you drop a guy, then you've only got three maybe you know, two or three guys in the backfield. And like you said, Trips it's it's an 11's pitch deep, sure. Having the terrain will keep the ball focused into some areas, but actually, with the terrain, it means you've got to go all the way around to get the ball. So, in some cases, that ball is going to be even further away. Um, and and I guess there's two takeaways from that. Is One, you need to get a hustle on. And the second thing is that I think on the ball, if you've got an integral player with on the ball, so Lizards and Amazons, I think it's absolutely massive. That extra three squares is is, is just huge on oh, the...
1: Oh, that movement and yeah. take it, yeah.
0: Um, I think it just absolutely doubles in value. So... It's a long way to score if that ball ends up deep. Uh, and, I mean, six turns at movement four is 24 squares. So you, you've at got... movement movement Blackhawk.
1: exactly
0: so that is obviously at the low end of it i mean a lot of teams um yeah you know the ball's going to end up kind of midfield which is going to put you about 20 squares let's assume you're gonna have to dodge around a guy or cut a corner somewhere so 20 squares so movement six movement six is four turns without taking some dodgy risks so and that's
1: and that's where the sewers and the the barricades come in because you are really starting to instantly trade that decision of going in normal blood bowl it's pretty much well it's it's however many squares you are away from the end zone that's how many you've got to do going sideways in gutter bowl is is not something that you um uh, choose to do it's something that you have to do or you have to take the very bad risks that go with trying to cut corners <laughs> uh, you're
0: exactly right and
1: and the thing I absolutely love about this because
0: we, we did something like this a long time ago back in episode two or three we looked at uh, what we call tunnel bowl which was playing an 11s pitch with terrain we made a couple I made one with with holes in uh, that looked very similar in layout and design to this which is actually quite interesting um and it was awesome because you start creating running lanes and corridors and then you've got seven open squares in the backfield. But like you said, Trips, you've got three lanes. It's kind of, it's kind of like League of Legends at this point. And, and I think it's, a fun, it's so good. I think you called it out. It's, it feels like Dungeon Bowl without having to build the dungeon with it being mirrored and actually just having less overhead. And in that regard, I think it's absolutely brilliant for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um it it does have very much that dungeon ball feel, but with that with the line of slaughter and with those just the seven players and and yeah, you're like, oh it'll be fine, they'll come back again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll be lucky if you've got seven left on the pitch. (laughs) Yeah. So the ground
0: and the line of slaughter just means that you are going to be taking losses on both sides, which Which is good it keeps the playing time down a little bit uh but it just gives such a visceral risky feel i think in one of the like uh, early reads on the wormer community it was like if your players survive maybe they can make it to the big leagues and we we're all like yeah all right we read this all the time then we played games of this and you're like oh you you actually mean if they yeah. survive like. it, it's
1: not even you gained an spp and therefore you'd be good enough to get up you'd be like no no actually you still get to play in game 2
0: <laughs> this is like you are going over the top and into a brawl and i i i love it because you kind of kind of go into it knowing you've got got, got to go into it knowing that this is a fight as opposed to football like way more yeah. than the other variants and it's done that brilliantly and the thing i really love is from a thematic point I know the ground is spiky uh, but I think it really just represents that these players do not have kit. Yes. They're just in board shorts or whatever they were wearing at the pub and they are playing and without pads, without helmets they don't have that armour value and it's a brilliant way of basically adjusting everybody's armour value without having to adjust anybody's armour value and I, I think that is just so brilliant and it feels like everybody is just a bit of a rubbish version of what they would normally be.
1: Yeah, and for those, for those of you used to playing with a high armor team, suddenly having every armor roll, having that plus one, or plus two if someone has mighty blow. Woohoo! Yeah, it suddenly starts to get to the point where you're like, I'm not used to losing all of my black orcs when you're like, hang on, armor 10 is not armor enough. Armor 10 becomes armor
0: eight against a rat ogre, punching you into the ground. And an armor eight break is what? 44% of the time. So if you're if that rat ogre is knocking a guy down every turn, you're losing three orcs a half, which is basically the kind of what, what (laughs) and that's, that's half your team like at this point. So it is very different. um, And I, I think it's really good. Now, before we kind of delve deeper into like some of the anathema of it what how often do you think you'd want to play this variant uh
1: so i think it feels a bit like playing dungeon bowl that you want to play it a couple of times a sort of year as a maybe in between league or the kind of thing you play well the rest of your leagues in the playoffs if you haven't made them um i'm not sure i'd want to play a full league i'm not sure that i mean you just play you you playing journeyman versus journeyman and probably game two onwards
0: i have a massive a massive thought about this so um i it's right i love that the league rules in this are basically standard spp advancements like that's great you've got like this whole like maybe they get picked by the big leagues thing thematic love it um but i do not think i don't think he will finish a league for this game uh because even if you start out with a nine man roster you lose a couple you end up playing your next game with seven players you're going to finish that game with four you are going to go into the next match with six and a journeyman which means you are starting game 3 at seven players. You are gonna finish that game with three or four. You may be able to buy another guy, but it doesn't matter because you're gonna end up with seven players. And that just I just think it's gonna be I just I just think it is uh too murderous to be able to play a full league of without some kind of topping up your roster thing. Uh, yeah and I, I think I think the best way to do that would be to just bring just let you redraft a new team in between every single game you can keep a player if they've got some spp or something but otherwise because the way the whole team is because the way the whole thing is set up which is a case of like right who's at the pub let's grab a little team well actually if you take a a gutter ball team and you try out some players and one guy levels up a few other die well next one we'll keep those two players but this time i'm going to run the troll because uh, it's at the pub and you've got that 0-5 positionals and I, I think that's probably the better way to do it so that you get that escalation bit of developing some key players while representing rotating irregulars in and also the fact that in the bottom leagues the one thing you absolutely do have is a whole bunch of dudes willing to play and I think that going into like game 2 or game 3 and I've only got 7 and my whole pub no one else is volunteering to play I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if that lines up.
1: Yeah. What about if, um, because I think you will see a lot of journeymen with this. So maybe if there was like something similar to the getting drafted by the big leads, where there's like at the end of the game, if your journeyman survives, you roll a D6 and then on a one or two, he joins the team. For free. Yeah. And loses loan. Actually, that's that's quite a cool yeah, way Yeah, because then it. you could actually save up to buy the inevitable positionals that have died some gloriously soggy (laughs) death
0: (laughs) yeah that's the downside is is your loss is going to be a lot and even with the cash rules the cash rules in bb 2020 are fantastic but they're fantastic for 11s where you score between you normally three touchdowns a game uh, so there's that extra cash floating around in this game because it's six turns on a full 11s pitch with basically only three guys in the backfield to pick up the ball you're not going to be scoring it's, you're not going to have a 3-2 gutter ball game if you're doing it properly um so i don't think you're going to get the extra cash from from winning so i think you might have to adjust your expectations but all it's going to get you to do is play a little bit more thematically and i think you know 11s is just superb right it's just excellent no matter whether you're doing tournament rules or league rules it's just brilliant dungeon ball i agree with you trips i think it's a great uh, a great tournament game like
1: it's a great tournament game yeah
0: um sevens is a brilliant casual game that also plays really well as a good tournament a good competitive format and then you've got this which i think this is like for those out of you out there that like necromunda that like mordheim i think this a game of this is gonna be a really lovely place for you um but i think for your standard 11s player this is just very 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 different and is going to give you a much different vibe but if you want to role play the start of a player's career a tavern versus tavern thing have a brawl have a, a club evening because the game is a bit longer than sevens you can get two games of this in a night so actually if you've got four people you just have a couple of games if you just and have like a little tavern off at the beginning or end of the league and just yeah. give a little extra reward like the winner of the tavern off gets a keg for this season like something that's marginal thematic and actually yeah. It's okay. I, I think would be a really cool way to tie this in uh, without being overrun but I don't think I'd want to play this instead of 7s and I don't think I'd want to play this instead of 11s but I would happily play a Gutter Bowl event with resurrection format and I'd, I'd happily, happily play a Gutter Bowl evening that's warming up for a, for a, for a league but it is it is just it's so different which is good and bad at the same time
1: yeah it, it, i mean it is a lovely game to play it's got it thematically everything in that little spike is is wonderful it is it just sings that it's all been put together really well. The kickoff table themes, the inducement changes themes work really well. The weather
0: events, the potions, the inducements. It's its own little world. And this is going to lead me on to my next big question for you, Trips. We've got a gut, we've got a sewer, we've got a street, we've got a market stall.
1: Where else could we go with this? Um feels like there could be like uh a, a sort of swampy thing with bridges would oh, be great that would like, be so cool um, or uh, catacombs like with lava uh, sort of dungeon version of it uh, that would be quite good
0: i've seen some people mention dwarven halls oh yeah uh with with like pillars instead of the sewer that's uh, yeah i I mean, that's something I really hope they return to this in one way or another because they've got the flexibility here. So the, the standard layout for both pitches is exactly the same. The placement of terrain, the placement of barricades is exactly the same. There's no reason they couldn't do a dwarf hall with pillars all over the shop instead of the sewer things in slightly different places. And I would really love them to do Sewer Bowl 2 With, I don't know, an Amazonian temple on one side and flipping, I I don't know, a swamp with bridges on the other side would just be so cool. And and the design space for this is so wide open that it's just begging for
1: (laughs) it. Do you think we'll get a version two of this next year? Because we never thought we'd get a second Dungeon Bowl. And we did get death. And we definitely did yeah
0: um i truly hope so because I, I mean as far as expansions go for blood bowl this is way down there in the list of things you'll need but because of that it's such a great little supplement that is just a different way to play and it's just it just lands exactly well you know we looked at the um we looked at the the retro morning cartoon robo skaven kickstarter earlier yeah <coughs> that chose a thing it was going to do and just delivered that so well this did exactly the same and i definitely would love them to to do another version because there's so many there's so many places to go with it it's got to be a pretty low overhead. It's just you know, it's just a pitch and a book, which I say just oh, a yeah. pitch and a book. But you know, they don't have to worry about tooling for models. And I, I think it's so accessible. I I hope we see another one. I mean, what, what would, I do do I think we'll see one. Probably not.
1: <laughs> I'd say what I'd love to see is another one with a different pitches, um, but a a mixed team variant of it i think i think if that came out i think well firstly we would probably we'd be straight into it and going down the full old crazy line but it feels like as that kind of pub version of blood bowl it would literally it would work for that kind of thematic feel of going this this shouldn't work and it probably won't but let's give it a go anyway
0: I uh, I think the easiest way for them to do it without actually having to worry about balance or making new models would be to just copy Ben's hangover bowl from year before yeah. last, which is you choose a sprue of wood elves. You choose a sprue of one team and a sprue of another. You can randomize it. You can draft them however you want to do it, but you get to use the contents of that sprue, of that sprue, and if it's a tier three sprue, you get to induce... Um, you know, whatever. I mean, that, obviously, that's the easiest way to do it from a Games Workshop point of view. But what they probably should do is pick two teams from a D66 roster because D66s, as we've proven from 1995's Necromunda, is the best yeah. way to roll a dice. Uh, and just be like, you get 0 to 1 of every positional on this roster and 0 to 5 positionals overall. So you roll up. Okay, I get Chaos Dwarves. You roll again. Okay, I get Undead. Sweet. I can have one of each of the dudes and I get to pick my five and that's my pub. My pub is just the dead dwarf in and and you, you're good to roll. And it's kind of like, that would be a really easy way of doing it. That would just allow some fun, allow some creativity. I just, I mean, that's it. That's all you need to do. I mean, we did hangover bowl. We do mixed uh, rules in bonehead bowl. And it's just, it's just unbound, brilliant way of playing a oh, different it's just-
1: beautiful isn't it yeah
0: (sighs) we'll have to um, we'll have to uh, so we got the we got the live stream for the draft coming up on August the 5th then then we'll have Bonehead Bowl I don't know if we'll stream it on November the 4th but we may maybe we if we don't get a new team release in that part we should live stream a Bonehead Bowl roster or something a Bonehead Bowl yeah Maybe not one bonehead bowl, just mixed team roster. Yeah.
1: Built. Yeah. Um, yeah. We could, uh, well, well, we'll probably have a couple of TO teams. So we could, uh, <gasps> uh, always, uh, definitely uh, bring them on and, uh, see how much craziness you can get onto a pitch and how, uh, how it can, <laughs> how it can go not as you plan.
0: So, I mean, overall, Trips, would you consider Gutter Bowl a success and worth doing?
1: Absolutely. I would, uh, uh, Definitely, if you're an experienced Blood Bowl player and you want to play Blood Bowl in a different way, Gutter Bowl is for you. Um, If you are a new Blood Bowl player, do not play Gutter Bowl to start off with. Go play 7s. Go play 7s. Get good at 7s and uh, then probably go 11s, then go Gutter Bowl because I think if you started at this and there is the worry with Gutter Bowl that you could, before you have started your first turn go i am not playing with seven i am playing with three how did that happen
0: i think if you're a bash coach uh this is this is awesome for you um it is just it's just very different It is what i would say is it's quite it's quite dry whereas i think sevens is 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 very kind of loose and liquid on the pitch and it's all kind of free flowing and it's all about movement and positioning this is just i'm rolling armor and and i'm here to roll armor for an hour and some of the armor is going to be good and some of the armor is going to be bad and we're going to tell a story of of death and actually that is a wicked way to play it and it's definitely worth the go and some of the rosters I was talking to Greenskin Phil, who, by the way, is going to play some Mantic Armada with us in a couple of weeks' oh, time. Excellent. And he was like, is there an orc, sir? Is there a, a Greenskin fleet? I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah. there is. Is there a green navy? Green yes. <laughs> yes. yes, we've got you. Um, He was like, yeah, man, goblins look fun in this. And I was, I've been brewing up the rosters. Goblins, two trolls, chainsaw, bomber, hooligan for the stompy, stompy, dirty player, and six goblins and a re-roll. Yeah is 750 ish so you got 11 dudes chainsaw bomb two trolls to put on the line and murder stuff and an hooligan who can spend the entire game fouling with dirty player plus one and never ever ever get sent off this might be the goblin format
1: it does feel like the format for goblin coaches who go well it's all against me in every other format other than this one where everything i've got i get to use again
0: (laughs) it actually made me excited to uh to like consider because milton was like is this could this be our summer format because the way we want to do our tournaments as we go forward is beachhead in february we've got 11s then a sevens then dungeon bowl in may where you've got dungeon bowl for a day then we normally have a summer tournament we're skipping it this year because well because of the World Cup, but actually with the house move and the baby is probably a good thing, um, you know, and then we mop up with mixed teams and bonehead bowl at the end of the year. I, mean, I suppose we also sometimes have an 11s and 7s in October as well, but uh, we kind of got that summer bit, it kind of ebbs and flows and it's kind of just like another 11s tournament. Milton's like, this could be our summer tournament format. Um, and after initially playing it, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be it, but actually... Actually, I like the idea of having having a a roster format for this because the teams play differently and this could be a place where goblins can 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 compete real well yeah so yeah. i don't know maybe maybe this this could be a really good tournament thing and it might be a really fun way to play a different subset it's just whether or not that would be as good as a sevens tournament uh and that's that's a tough choice
1: yeah it's going to be a difficult one and i mean the advantage of it is because it's a single team in detail it's a low hobby bar to Mm. do yeah
0: it's Uh, just it's just half your team you've already got you're gonna need some spare linemen but it's half your team you've already got um hmm, interesting interesting we'll have to talk about that one and see whether or not this could be the format that we're missing but i was not expecting this release obviously i would have preferred a team um but this is great this is a great extra thing to play it's a cool addition it's a great just other way and um yeah there's a couple of things i would have liked to see more team rules i'd like to see more pitches but actually that's not because it's broken that's just because what they landed was great that i want more and and yeah that's that's perfect like nothing in the book is bad every kickoff table every weather table every potion table is just bang on the fluff is bang on the pitch layouts are superbly well designed it looks really basic but it's perfect the distance between the zones is exactly right the size of the terrain is exactly right and you are left feeling rushed for time and under threat of the ground. This is a really stressful way yeah. to play Blood Bowl.
1: Well, I, and and the thing if we look at our our game that we played we proved that a Skaven team aren't necessarily fast enough, a Black Orc team aren't necessarily hard enough. Yeah, but a Black Orc team pretending to be Skaven might work. <laughs> it's it,
0: it was it was wicked and it, it does give you every version of Blood Bowl gives you a different feeling. 11s just gives you all the feelings, right? 7s gives you a feeling of light, ease and essentially kind of like, oh, maybe I'll combo off and the four things I need to happen will work out and it'll be really exciting yeah. and, and then next turn we rack up again and it, it goes differently and you've got that that's why I love 7s, because it's just eclectic. Dungeon Bowl is just like, you know the meme of the woman with like Pythagoras theorem and stuff? That's yes. dungeon boy. You're like, right, there's a corner here and I don't know where it is, but su- there's there's a way for me to run this guy across the pitch and win the game. And it's really cool. It gives you that. This 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 makes you feel like you are underground and everybody is trying to hurt you. And also there are balls. There is a ball to touch yeah. down. And it's it's it it, it gives you that compressed de- it's it's a it's a it's a vibe it, and it's yeah. not a good one and i think it's perfect
1: <laughs> yeah and, and i think it's going to be very difficult not to have a lot of fun playing it because even just being able to go right i i now know that i can probably push your player into a sewer pit and he might pop out anywhere around it you're like well that sounds too fun not to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to surf it. I also massively love how
0: great big guys are in this format. Uh, yes. I, I love that. There's a line of scrimmage, they're gonna get to punch dudes. They're heavy, so they're hard to beat. They're good armour, so they've got reasonable survivability, and they've got mighty blow, which means they're mighty blow plus two, which is just filth. So the renegades roster
1: oh, 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 I was gonna say that it, it renegades is it, two big guys is a definite three is is three. possible Do and it. anyone who's got anyone who's got a big guy on their roster you're not quite as hamstrung with the the roster build as you are with sevens when you like if you put the big guy on that it's a big guy alignment
0: <laughs> i think uh our next match when we play we're gonna have to play some more Super bowl ogres with five ogres because you can and you should that's 700 and then you have three noblars.
1: <laughs> right. Let's right, say so you can kick the Noblar into the barricade.
0: Versus goblins with the two troll, chainsaw, dirty player, um, bomber, goblin army. I think that is just yeah. who needs murder. a murder. Chainsaw, the god I just think it's absolute carnage. I-, I just think there's so many fun rosters. I think this this format is gonna bring out those fun teams, and I think they've yeah. done a really good job of taking something that from it looks pretty innocuous it's like oh it's just a slightly different pitch and a slightly different set of rules they have that's like saying that cake is a bit lackluster because it's just eggs flour and a couple of other bits no it's baked it's baked well and yeah uh it's yeah there's some cherries here and and i look forward to the sequel i really hope they do a sequel um but they sold out right so that's a good sign. <laughs> I really and just want to make it with the fact
1: that bit. Everyone's like, "Oh, I've got no blood bowl. I need to buy something."
0: <laughs> yeah, us in the Adeptus Titanicus lot, I think, are very much the ones who are that like the the fan bases that are like, "I'll buy it." Yeah. What is it? Don't know. I'm ready yet. Uh, I'll buy it. Um, although you know, it is looking pretty cool. Yeah, but I think I think I think that that kind of summarizes it. it. It's it's it's. 100% worth the play and it is 100% different than you expect and that's that's fresh and frightening and I think they've done a really good job with it so yeah it's, it's it gets a massive passing grade for me um, and I think that's generally the vibe kicking around as well
1: I'd very much agree with that I would yeah I really enjoyed the game I would definitely play another one and I, I do like the fact that there is there is its own unique roster building fun to have within it and because it's a fun game there isn't going to be a wrong roster for it yeah. um, uh, and there will definitely be some kind of meta that emerges but you'd have to play quite a lot more games to get to that yeah. stage
0: uh, no one's playing quite a lot there's going to be a couple of like deep leagues that are like we love gut we love gutter bowl that's all we play and that's just those those people used to play more time and this yeah. is as close as they can get to it and i think it's a brilliant hybrid if you like more time and you like blood bowl the gutter gutter bowl is is you are going to have a wonderful time uh being hurt by the game (laughs) (laughs) right trips that's all i've got mate anything else from you today nothing nothing from me all right well we're gonna wrap up and then at the moment we're planning our next episode to be a preview of the i'm gonna call it the draft bowl which will be our dual live stream on the 5th of august we'll be streaming two games at the same time we got r7's games lined up at enjoyment uh it'll be on we'll be streaming one game on this channel and one game on blood on the uh, bono podcast channel two extra time so uh if you don't like the teams that are playing on one channel you can flick to the other which is ultimately the the blood bowl dream i've got two channels <laughs> to it to choose from for live blood Bowl right now that is the goal that is the goal right that's that's the long-term goal. oh
1: absolutely and yeah there we, we will have a lot of fun talking through the madness of, of turning those draft cards into a team <laughs> and, and then looking around the other teams and going, oh,
0: we got to choose skills as well. Haven't we?
1: We have to choose skills and yeah, that's going to be really, really important there because, uh,
0: well, this goblin's got two heads, so I feel like it has to be done. <laughs> anyway, that is going to be all for us trips. Thank you so much for jumping on and talking some Blood Bowl tonight. I appreciate it. Um, even if you are just trying to escape <laughs> your underwater... <elements. laughs> just, that is the house disaster. <laughs> <as> well. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, mate. And uh, everybody out there, thank you very much for watching. We'll be back soon with more Blood content. Happy Blocking